Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Podcast. This is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender, and MLS number 2289. And with me today is Harvey Freed. Harvey Freed is a veteran of the mortgage industry, over 25 years in the mortgage industry, part of our crew. He is also the host of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate and Business Show, heard every Saturday morning on 97.1 FM here in Detroit. And it is heard every Saturday morning, 9 to 10. We come on. Why is it called the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show and podcast? We give hardcore answers here, hardcore mortgage and real estate questions. Today, Harvey Freed, we've got a wonderful podcast lineup because you want to know what? You and I are not shy. We're not shy individuals, buddy. We might say some things that are on the borderline of hardcore information. Well, I think people want to know really what the truth is. And we always talk about one of our mottos is, you know, disseminating accurate versus inaccurate information. We try to give people the most accurate up to the minute information we can give them. Also, our normal podcast partners, John Kolb, Becky Alley, and Lisa Lawson, the ladies are out doing signing up mortgages because as we know, right this second, the home purchase market is the hottest it's been since 2006, Harvey. And right now, and John Kolb is out. He's uh, signing a transaction right now for himself personally. The good news is we have you here to go ahead and talk about some things and also reflect on last week's show. If anybody wants to go ahead, go to our website, lowrateonline.com, capitalmortgagefunding.com. Go there, check out our show. Last week, we had Colette Shelton on. She's a very experienced realtor. And you know what? If you don't want to believe us on how hot the market is, just consult with Colette or your local realtor. Right now, Harvey, there is good news for home buyers. Yes, more homes are coming on the market, obviously, except for this week in parts of the country where it looks like Christmas out on April 21st. I woke up, took the dog out for a walk, and there it was, lots of snow on the ground sticking. I'm not talking about here today and the next minute it's gone. I'm talking about I have pictures where the snow stuck on April 21st, but I digress. More homes are coming on the market because the weather allegedly is getting better and Harvey Freed, that's what happens at this time of year, correct? Yeah, for sure, Harry. And um, it's a little scary for some of the sellers out there because they're bombarded by all the real estate agents giving them all this great information that, yeah, this is a seller's market. And they know they're going to sell their house for top dollar. They know they can get some occupancy if they need an extra 30 or 60 days to go find their next house. But that becomes a huge problem for families is finding that next house. And there's a fine line there between having the confidence to go ahead and accept an offer, knowing that you might put yourself in a 60 or 90 or 120 day window where you legitimately have to go find another home. And we have to give the confidence. We have to bridge that bridge that whole transaction from a family living in a house for maybe the last 5, 10, 30 years of their life. We have to bridge that into their next home and make that transaction really attainable for all parties involved because Timing comes involved. There's other families who have sold their house and they need to hurry up and get in there also. So there's a lot of moving parts as we like to use that. There's so many different agents and ways that you can write up a purchase agreement here. But today's market is totally different than it's been in years past. Yeah, this is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show podcast for Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. 
Harvey, let's break it down for people out there that might be watching this for the first time or even the second time, but they're in the market. And when we say this market is extremely strong and there are multiple bids that are getting out of hand, there are still crazy contingencies that are being waived on there. Let's back it up a little bit. So when people are out either driving around in neighborhoods where they're seeing for sale signs up or they're going on the internet and they're checking out all the listings, limited listings on the internet, then what are they supposed to do, Harvey? Let's, let's just say they're not working with a realtor. Then what are they supposed to do? Well, really buying a house is part of having a real estate agent, a lender, um, you're going to have to, the title company will be chosen usually by the lender or the real estate agents involved. Just the loan, those three people are part of your team. And as a buyer in today's marketplace, you need to understand, first of all, what your price range is and how it could affect you in today's extremely competitive marketplace. So having that team together and then starting with a strong approval letter and understanding how much money it's going to take for you to buy the new house whether or not you need to sell your current home in order to buy the new house and all the timing involved and what the motivation of the seller will be is all combining a lot of information, three different fam, uh, three different parties. It all comes together and how that you're going to be able to feel confident to sign that next purchase agreement, whether you're buying or selling. Harry, as you mentioned, one of the files I have, I actually cleared a close file I have that we got cleared to close in 13 business days here. We'll be closing on uh, April 28th, next Wednesday, I believe that is. And they went ahead. And again, in the price range between 200 and 300,000, this is generally a second home or usually even a first time home buyer. They are paying $20,000 over the appraised value. They wrote up their purchase agreement that way. They knew when they signed the agreement just less than three weeks ago that this is what, what the situation was. And sure enough, Harry, let me give you some hard numbers. They made an offer of 269 and the house appraised for 249. They have no problem with it. We sent them a copy of the appraisal. They understood they already were knowledgeable of the areas and what homes were selling for. And more importantly, they also understood that this house was in move-in condition so that they were willing to take that extra, in their case, $20,000 that they might've needed to fix up another house. They made some other offers. Those other homes weren't in move-in condition. So in yeah. this case, this family was willing to pay the extra 20 because they can move right into the house. All right, let's go back a little bit, Harvey. I'm driving around, but before I even get in my car and before I even get on the internet, I have to understand what the landscape is that I'm entering into. And I don't mean landscape on the lawn. I mean landscape of the home purchase market. They have to understand, people have to understand now that there's a limited supply. What does that mean? Econ 101, limited supply, high demand means they're going to pay more, like you illustrated in your presentation. People have to understand that if it's a desirable home, or maybe even an undesirable home, if a home's on the market, they might have to pay more than the listed price, okay? So like you said, if it's listed for 249, 245, they're going to have to go over and above that. And then they're going to run into a competitive situation where they're not going to be the only person on there. They might not be the only five offers that come in. There might be 10 offers that come in, 15 offers that come in. So they have to be prepared with that approval letter. 
They have to be prepared that the agent has to know the area. We'll call it the landscape, the market area. They have to understand that there are going to be multiple bids and what they're getting themselves into. So I just don't wake up one morning, decide I want to buy a house without doing my homework. Also, going into the next topic, appraised values versus purchase price, Harvey. Now, you can go ahead and agree with a seller that a house is going to come, that you're, you want to buy it at 265, but the house might only appraise for 245. But you knew going in, right, Harvey? You need to be informed of this process up front. And then what happens is you need to accept the fact that it could. It could appraise for under your agreed upon price and come up with that extra money. Also, a couple things, Harvey. I want you to expand upon this. The crazy contingency waivers that we're seeing, okay? One thing that we never will condone is an inspection waiver. In other words, waiving your right to get a home inspection. Harvey, let's talk about the three contingencies that we're seeing right now, the most important contingencies we're seeing right now. Their occupancy, yeah. appraisal, and inspection. Talk about that. Talk about occupancy, appraisal, and inspection. Yeah, let's do those in order. And occupancy on the seller's, on the seller's behalf is they're running into the same thing that the buyers had just run into. They're trying to find their next home. So we are, they are asking for typically 30 to 60 days of free occupancy because in today's seller's Seller's market, high demand, very low inventory, they're able to get that. So we get past the occupancy, which a lot of families are okay with. They understand when you close on a house, for example, here in the month of May, your first mortgage payment's going to be on July 1st. But most families are okay with the idea that they might have to pay an extra month and they're not even in the house yet. The next one would be the appraisal guarantee. We're seeing appraisal guarantees unlimited. We're seeing appraisal guarantees with addendums drawn up to give a $5,000 over appraised value. We're saying, using our numbers earlier, Harry, you can agree to buy a house for 265 and also write on there that you are giving a guarantee to pay 265 at appraised value or $5,000 or $10,000 over appraised value. Again, this sets some limits for the buyer and gives more families more confidence that they're doing the right thing. So Harvey, explain that to me. Explain that to me. So I go in, I go in and I make an offer. House is a the house is listed at 245. I say, you want to know something? I'm gonna offer, I want the house so bad, I'm gonna offer 265. Now explain to me where the appraisal contingency comes in. Well, a straight up appraisal guarantee would mean that you're buying the house at the agreed price of 265. So based on whatever the appraisal comes in, you might need to make up that difference. And more than often, when you're going $20,000 in an area, then you're probably not going to have that appraisal come in at that higher amount. So you do need to have some extra money to work with. You also can take it a little bit further. Instead of giving just an open-ended appraisal guarantee, you can set some limits. And this is very important that you're working with qualified real estate agents. They go ahead, they understand the language. They'll go ahead and put an appraisal guarantee, maybe five or $10,000 over the appraised value. So you understand that you're, if you're the buyer, you're going to pay potentially only $10,000 over appraised value versus the open-ended, in our example, $20,000 over. And then last but not least, Harry, 
pass fail on the inspection. Um, inspections have always been an opportunity to get a family in there so you can learn all about the functionality of the home, making sure that the roof is in sound condition, the heating system, cool, HVAC system, plumbing, electrical, well incepted. These systems are all great and functioning. But in today's marketplace, Siri, the sellers don't want to accept your offer and then a few days later want you to come back and start renegotiating that sales price. So we have seen the pass-fail home inspection, which specifically states, I'm doing an inspection for a peace of mind. If there's small items, a thousand, two, three, four, five thousand, I'm accepting those as a buyer. I'm going to fix up the house. I'm buying it as is, and I'm going to I'm not coming back to you and renegotiate. The the fail on it is I find something so wrong with the house that I'm not willing to move forward with it. You go Helen, go ahead and sell to the next lucky person. So yeah, I, Harvey, things- Harvey, I think I think it's important, and I, I want to stop on the appraisal. I'm sorry, yeah. I want to stop on the inspection situation. I think the why is the why is that it used to be that the inspection was used both by the buyer and the seller to either A, if you're a seller, to really see if there's anything wrong with the house, and B, for the buyer to get out of the transaction or to come back and renegotiate the the price. Well, in this hot market, there really isn't a renegotiating of the price but you still have the ability to opt out of the transaction. That's why it's called a pass fail. So in a hot market, you know what? It's highly unlikely, never say never, it's highly unlikely that you're going to renegotiate if they've got backup offers, they've got so many people that went to see the house, right, Harv? Yeah. So it's called a pass fail. You can still get out of it because I'm telling you this, everybody out there, if there's a lot of work that needs to be done, and you don't feel like doing it, why enter into that transaction and go forward if it's a headache? You could still get out without any penalty on there. It's a pass-fail. I would never, Harvey Freed, we never recommend waiving an entire inspection and go forward with a transaction. I Not think at all, Harry. Yeah. yeah. I think you, I've, we've seen too many horror stories, and we've and we've it just doesn't work out. And I'm glad you explained the occupancy because back in the day, Harvey, what would happen is somebody would close on a house and then the day the house closed, the buyer had to pay per diem. I'm sorry, the seller had to pay a per diem rent to the buyer. Not now. Not now. There's free occupancy because as you said, it's tough finding a house to move into right now. So it's free occupancy, a pass-fail appraisal, and the appraisal contingency saying we'll go up to X and we're okay with it. I think that explains it pretty well. I think you did a great job on that, Harvey. Mortgage applications, Harvey Freed, are up because of the home purchase market right now in the weather getting nicer out, like I said, allegedly. Home purchase market, very strong, more houses coming on, and rates are very, very stable, Harvey. I'm not saying that they're not going to go up, and I'm not going to say that that, you know, we're going to see them go down. They're stable. That's the best thing that you could hope for as a buyer right now is that mortgage rates are stable. We want to see that. How's your mortgage business going, Harv? My mortgage business is good, Harry. You mentioned that the low interest rates are still fueling this home buying season. The pandemic buyers are still out there. We'll call them that because starting in May of last year, at the end of May, when the governor released that we could go back out there and start with the open houses and start getting into homes, 
it immediately took off. A combination, the ingredients were right. Combination of low inventory though with low interest rates has made it this buying frenzy where we're finding these appraisal guarantees, where we're finding these items. So there's no doubt it's a, it's a great spring market. We urge everyone out there who's thinking about home ownership to get with a real qualified lender. If you're only asking your lender what the interest rate is, you're missing out on everything that's way more important. The one thing we can't control is the interest rates. The government helps us with that. The economy, uh, the pandemic will help us with that, unemployment figures. Those are the things that affect the interest rate. That's going to be a low interest rate. All the predictions are rates will stay low throughout 2021. So take advantage of it if you're a buyer. As we mentioned a little bit about the inspection, we live in one of those interesting states, Harry, where way back in the day, someone would do a home inspection. They'd find out that the electrical panel was a little out to date. All right, that's $1,200 to fix. That the window seals were broken. All right, it could be $50 to $150 a window. Harry, we're in a state that is aging. Homes are aging across the United States. The average home age is about 45 years in the U.S. That's an older home, and especially here in Michigan, with the different weather as we're experiencing the hot and the cold, you can start developing roof problems, sewer line issues, uh, water problems that ca are caused by the frost and then the, the defreezing and then frosting up again. So the weather in Michigan alone is a reason why these inspections are very, very important. Again, you have to have a peace of mind when you buy a house. And that's why we want to urge you to come to Capital Mortgage or work with your qualified lender who can really point out all the facets of home ownership, not only including the mortgage and the quality of the house, but everything else involved that can really affect your pocketbook if you become a homeowner. Yeah, this is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show podcast today, April 21st. It is a Wednesday. It is a bright, sunshiny, 30-degree, snowy day here in Michigan. I have my guest is Harvey Freed, part of the crew here at Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 2289. And Harvey Freed, let's turn the page to refinance activity. Yes. Refinance activity last week and one week alone rose by 10% from the previous week, although it remained at 23% lower than last year. Well, guess what, Harvey? A lot of people have refinanced, but I'm telling you there are still more people. I don't know what they're waiting for. Rates are not going down to zero. What are people waiting for, Harvey Freed? Oh, boy, I hope they're uh, waiting to get their documents together. They're waiting to complete their 2020 tax return, perhaps. But you shouldn't be waiting uh, that long. And if you're a W-2 employee, you definitely should get moving on that refinance transaction. Harry, typically after the new year, we'll see a good influx of refinance, cash out refinances, debt consolidation loans. And now as we move into the spring, we should start seeing home equity um, where people want to pay off either their home equity loan and their mortgage or they want to pull cash out. So we do expect a lot of refinance, cash out refinances coming here in the next 60 days as more and more families are trying to meet with the, they want to build a pool in the backyard. They want to redo their landscape. They want to complete those projects at home, including a new deck or an outdoor living space. So we should, over the next 60 days, see a little bit more families. And, and here we talked about it on the show. It's hard to get contractors out to your house. So Get your cash out refinance transaction done, call Capital Mortgage Funding, and then you're in a position maybe to work as a cash offer to that home deck builder. If you tell them that, look, 
I'm ready to go. If you can start the project and pull permits, I can pay cash for this project. I already pulled the equity out of the house. So we really urge families to get going on that. So it gives them an opportunity to hire that contractor, uh, especially if they can offer them cash and getting the job done sooner. Yep. Top two reasons, Harvey, to refinance the home are number one, to consolidate toxic debt. And number two, to take cash out for home improvement. Like you said, fix that kitchen, fix those bathrooms up, build a pool. Harvey Freed's big on building the pool. I know that. I'll tell yeah. you everybody out there. And then the third always is to lower your rate and lower your payment. But if you have toxic debt out there, credit card debt, you can pay it off with much a much lower interest rate. And by the way, after you do that, tear up those credit cards, keep one uh -huh. major card and make, maybe one department store card, but you got to tear everything else up or else you're going to be on that. You know, we call it the hamster wheel of high interest rate debt. We cannot have that for you. Harvey Freed, there's a brighter outlook for the economy. People in general are feeling like they are seeing the end of the light or end of the, the light at the end of the COVID tunnel. Now, I'm glad people feel that way. I want people to feel that way. I'm hoping everybody is staying healthy, staying safe. Listen, you could still go out. You could still do all your things. Just stay away from people and wear a mask. But the bottom line is people's heads are getting better. They, there's a brighter outlook with the economy, maybe some light at the end of the COVID tunnel. But people, and naturally, we're coming into the summertime, spring, summertime, where people in all regions of the country are going to be able to spend more time outside. So people are feeling a little bit better. And that is pushing people to go ahead and take a look at buying a new home and fix or fix up their existing home, Harvey. Um, we just want people to stay safe and healthy, right? That's easy enough. Just, uh, yeah, follow the guidelines and uh, healthy and prosper uh, prosperous for your family is always a good way to go. Harry, you're throwing money in there. It's just a quick reminder also that property taxes, some families missed out on paying their property taxes. It, this, this, this winter sort of went by quickly and we did recognize, I'm getting a few phone calls recently, that some of the families out there haven't paid their property taxes. And also families that bought homes over the pandemic are now being reassessed. So anyone who bought a home recently, you might have closed and the property taxes were 4000 and that beautiful home you bought. Well, now you're about to get that letter in the mail from your city assessor's office. It's coming any day now here, usually by May 1st, that says your property tax has been reassessed. It might be another reason or an opportunity for you to refinance the house and go ahead and reset up that escrow account or pull a little bit of equity out so that you don't fall behind on those property taxes. Excellent point, Harvey. And last point of the day, everybody, um, I cannot emphasize this enough. Harvey and I have talked about this well over 25 years. You are going to get, because rates are so low, because the market is so hot, you are going to get mass mail solicitations, email, text, phone calls from strangers asking you for private sensitive information. They can get you the lowest rate in town. They can go ahead and help you save money. All we need is your social security number, date of birth. There are all kinds of scams. This is public service announcement number two today. Number one, where it's Harvey Freed's tax public service announcement. Number two is don't talk to strangers. Let me say this to you. The IRS doesn't call you on the phone, all right? Don't give your social security number, date of birth, any pertinent information out to anybody unless you know them and where they work and you've done business with them before. It, my head will blow off 
if I see more letters, more emails, more texts, you cannot give private information. On letters that we're seeing just in our office, they will reference our company. It'll say Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. It'll say Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Capital Mortgage Funding. They will word it any way to go ahead and entice you deceptively to give them all of your information. And they prey on older people because older people are sitting around and they're opening their mail, they're clicking on their email, and they think this is legitimate. Do us a favor. Whether you've done business with us or not, give us a call and we will let you know. You can call us 1-800-3-LOW-RATE out of state. That's 1-800-3-569-7283. In the state of Michigan, it's 1-800-LOW-RATE, 1-800-569-7283. Or locally here, 248-569-7283. Or email us. You can email Harvey at hfreed at lowrateonline.com. Or email me, hglands at lowrateonline.com. I will take a look, and so will Harvey, so will our entire staff. We've got about 65 people working from home. We will take a look at that information you're being sent, and we will disseminate it and let you know, is it accurate or is it inaccurate? Harvey, you know how incensed I get when people try to dupe, when they try to go ahead and you know, trick people in with deceptive practices. We've notified our legal team about it. I just don't want to see anybody get taken advantage of Harvey Freed. Yeah, the mortgage is recorded information. So at any county across the United States, uh, any brand new loan officer, any company that just opened their door, um, they could have just got their mortgage license. They're not out for your best interest. They're pulling, they're not even your clients. They're brand new to the industry. They have no track record. And they're pulling information, recorded information, and sending letters out to strangers. And then being deceptive about it, Harry, as you mentioned, the worst thing about it is they, they start off the relationship. Instead of being honest, they're deceptive. And they make a reference to you. There it is. To who you already have a mortgage with. So it's a great reminder to look out for your friends and family, especially our older folks out there. That might be more uh, susceptible to getting taken advantage of. There's the, there's yeah. the you got Harry. I get them too at the house. Yeah, I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it right now. I'm going to end this podcast. We appreciate everybody watching this podcast, listening. Here's the letter that I'm talking about. Only one of the many that says, hey, listen, you know, give me your private information and we'll take care of you. No, they won't. It's a no. Give us a call. We'll take care of you. Harvey, always enjoy talking to you. You're a wealth of knowledge. Love it. I love the way you bring it. Passionate. We're very passionate about what we do. Um, we've got Roberto Boshane in the booth. He's our producer director. We appreciate Roberto every week doing what he does for us, not only on the podcast, but on the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 on 97.1 FM here in Detroit. Also, I want to thank all our clients that have stuck with us for over 30 years in the mortgage banking industry. Listen, everybody, you got to stay safe. You got to stay smart. Keep it simple and be smart. This is Harry Glanz for Harvey Freed and all of Capital Mortgage Funding powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. We'll see you next week.